It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate right around the UAE and available, of course, on Spotify this morning, Apple Podcasts as well as Amazon. And it is a Thursday in Dubai this morning, the eighth day of February for 2024. And if you didn't catch up on the news, the the Dubai Land Department, they did tell us of this record 1.6 million transactions for last year. Now, that is a 16.9% increase from the previous year. Real estate transactions, now take a listen to this. Real estate transactions surpassed 630 billion dirhams. Now, that was over 166,000 deals, a 20% value rise. And this figure too, real estate investments, now they soared by 55%, attracting over 71,000 new investors, but another massive figure of those 71,000 new investors with non-residents, it constituted 42% of them. So those are some very big numbers. In other property news, EMAR Properties, now they have unveiled plans for Dubai Square. This is this futuristic retail and entertainment hub in Dubai Creek Harbour. Now, that is set to be the second largest mall and it is linked to the new Dubai Creek Tower. So quite a bit going on at the moment. And if you're wondering what's happening in Abu Dhabi, Bertville Real Estate, they have launched a new development, the Villa 2, and that is comprising of 111 residential units in Mazda City. And the project adds to their portfolio in one of the world's most sustainable urban communities. And that really is what it is all about in the UAE at the moment in terms of making these buildings as sustainable as possible. Now, coming up, we have last year, we talked a lot about the Palm Jebel Alley. We've received constantly when people write to us, they always ask about the Palm Jebel Alley. What is the latest going on? So I thought, let's go back to a previous podcast. It is with Mario because he absolutely loves this new development. So we will be touching on the Palm Jebel Alley. He'll also talk about property tax as well. So all of that is on the way next on our Real Estate Thursday. What to buy, where to live and things to avoid every week on the Dubai Property Podcast. For those people who don't know what the Palm Jumeirah is. I mean, it originally was going to be one of three man-made islands just slightly out into sea. Of the three, only one was developed uh, fully and is still not finished, and that is Palm Jumeirah. It is the jewel in the crown of Dubai. I mean, some people call it the eighth wonder of the world, the fact that you can build effectively on water 
It's made up of residential and commercial uh, entities, hotels. Some of you uh, may have heard of the Atlantis Hotel. And recently, there was another uh, hotel slash residential development called the Royal Atlantis, which again is an iconic structure. Everybody wants to live on Palm Jumeirah. It has um, their own private beaches for the villas on the fronds. Uh, there is a cachet about it. There is a, an upmarket uh, trend to, to live there. The villas are, are huge. It's just what people want. And, and as a result, that drives the prices up. There aren't many villas other than on the fronds. The rest is made up of the trunk where there are apartments, hotels are on the crescent. This whole archipelago of of island, if you like, can be seen from space. So it's super, super special. And that's why, you know, people want to want to live there. But it's not quite finished. It's uh, It's been a project that's been running for over 20 years and will continue because there are still pockets of land that haven't been developed. And developers are scrambling to, to grab hold of them because they've seen the value. Uh, but just as a side note, there is going to be a new palm that is coming, which is Palm Jebel Ali. This was a project that was uh, shelved some years ago. Uh, but the developer, Nikhil, is going to be developing this soon, this year. So watch this space. The world will know about it because the success of Palm Jumeirah will be replicated, no doubt, for Palm Jebel Ali, which is coming soon. Mm, and and that uh, new development, how far away from Palm Jumeirah is it? When you look at it from the map, it doesn't seem very far, but but it is really. It's uh, it's about a sort of a, a half an hour drive, 20 minutes, half an hour drive from Palm Jumeirah heading towards Abu Dhabi. So it's on it's on the main stretch, but it's, it's pretty much on the borders of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. It will attract, obviously, a lots of other buyers from, from the capital. It's, it's just going to be a huge project that with the success from, from Palm Jumeirah, the second time round, if I can put it that way, will actually ensure its success. When when they actually launch this, it'll be on everybody's lips. Palm Jebel Ali will be the talking point globally, 100%, I'm sure of it. And coming back to Palm Jumeirah, do you know what the population is for Palm Jumeirah? The population, to be honest with you, Craig, is, I'm not going to say it's a closely guarded secret, but it's not updated uh, that much uh, online. I know that the population is steadily growing, and that's been the success of of the real estate market in the last few years. People have not just been coming to, to holiday in Dubai, but they've been seeing, uh, they like what they see, and they decide to either relocate here, companies obviously are relocating here, but people are also buying holiday homes. They like what they see and they think that this is something that they can invest their money. And it's obviously, you know, very safe at the moment. Obviously, what goes up has to come down. We cannot have a continuation of of boom without, you know, some sort of leveling off. But I think the, the measures that have been put in place for investors to ensure that a, a bubble will not burst is, is very good. So, for example, when a buyer or an investor buys an off-plan property, they cannot resell it uh, for a period of time or until that investor has paid a minimum of 30, 40, and in some cases, 50% of the purchase price through the developer's office before they're allowed to get the NOC and sell it. And that stopped speculators literally just queuing up, paying five or perhaps as much as 10% in order to, to, uh, to buy the property or at least to start the buying process and then flipping it quickly for a quick profit. 
all these measures uh, have ensured continuancy and, and ensuring that the market is, is safe, uh, safe for investors and doesn't, you know, sort of blow up in our faces. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on the Dubai Property Podcast. We're talking about Bugatti, about this, this new residences that is going to be built. One of the key things that developers always look for is how they're going to market a new development. And of course, so much money gets poured into marketing. But when you've got a branded residence like Bugatti, here we are, we've talked about it a couple of times, it's all free, Bugatti are not paying us. And it's an interesting talking point because everybody's interested in it. So we'll talk about it. No, absolutely. But what is not clear uh, uh, about this particular project is exactly what what you're going to get in terms of Bugatti. I know Bugatti is exclusive. I know there's quality there. And so those two things will be synonymous with this particular building. But I doubt whether you buy an apartment there and you get a free Bugatti. So I don't think it's going to be a gimmick like that. And we have been talking probably over the last uh, month quite a lot about the Chinese who are really rampantly starting to flood into the Dubai property market. And if you need proof of that, you only really need to have a look at the property portal of Bayut because they have announced a Chinese language option on their portal, recognising the surging demand from Chinese investors. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a very good move for, uh, from Beirut because the, the Chinese market is uh, is definitely coming back. We had we had a surge a few years ago, but then with COVID and lockdown, that really was affected. But now they're definitely coming back. In fact, even our own Chinese team, who we have several members within it, it's not just a team of a couple of people. There's uh, there's about eight or nine people in the Chinese team are serving quite a lot of inquiries, you know, from mainland China, and people are definitely interested in Dubai. In fact, we, we sold one of those big penthouses in the new skyscraper, which is being launched on the Palm by Nikhil recently. And that was 50 million dirhams. So they're spending some good amount of cash, coupled with the fact that the casinos uh, will be coming to the UAE around sort of 2026 you will see that there will be further interest in, in Chinese investors because the Chinese do do like to gamble and uh, they'll be given an extra option here rather than flying all the way to Las Vegas. Absolutely. The Chinese love to gamble. Now, just uh, talking about the penthouse that you sold uh, recently, I see another penthouse sold pretty fast this week. It was a $50 million deal. The buyer was a, a Dutch investor venturing into the Dubai property market for the very first time. He recognised that the city's thriving economy and abundance of business prospects are here. I mean, it's just another story on many stories, of course, and it's probably not a bad way just to segue into corporation tax on the on the heels of that. Yeah, I mean, corporation tax is obviously something that has been talked about for a while. And, uh, and it is now upon us. Uh, it's, it's still a lot less than, than around the world in terms of percentage, but it, it's a necessary evil. Uh, but what is good to note is that uh, individuals who are also earning a certain amount of money are also exempt from that, that tax. So it's not across the board. And I think it just shows good corporate governance and, and governmental governance in bringing these things in. The, the good news, however, uh, and, I, and I hope it stays this way, is that 
that uh, the personal income tax is uh, is off the table. It's something that rears its head now and then and uh, and is talked about. But uh, for now and hopefully for the long term foreseeable future, there will not be any income tax here in the UAE because that is one of the major driving forces of people coming to live here. And the real estate market in Dubai, $24 billion worth of transactions in the first quarter. I mean, you know, we've caught up with this news, but a 60% increase from the previous year. Again, if you need to look at any sort of data, the first quarter of 2023, my goodness, where are we going to be, Mario, at the end of 2023 at this rate? Well, you know, it, it continues unabated, Craig. I mean, it's it, it's stagger, it's staggering to be very honest with you, and it beggars belief how how we can just continue. But like I said before, as 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 people start to understand the lifestyle here in Dubai, what you get for your money in terms of real estate, you get a lot more bang for your buck. The quality, the safety, the banks are safe. Uh, there's liquidity. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on and on. And the more people actually realize that the more they'll want to come and visit initially and then perhaps come and buy, especially also as rents are going up, a lot of tenants are deciding to buy. So I don't see an end to it. Obviously, we have to have a word of caution because what goes up has to come down. But just with the amount of interest in Dubai and the UAE in general, I think certainly for the rest of this year, we're going to see more of the same. And I'm not surprised that these records are being broken. Don't forget, last year was a good year. But of course, it came back off the back of uh, the previous years, which we were suffering from COVID. So, you know, these last two to three years have been amazing. If you've been in real estate, we're, we're here to service the public. Come down, come visit Dubai, taste it for yourself. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. And the other thing to point out here is the whole FOMO aspect. We know that the FOMO really existed strongly during that pandemic process of people, you know, coming out of that lockdown and buying property, moving here. But now, 2023, it's all about that FOMO because people are hearing about it. They've decided to bite the bullet. They've they've decided, let's get into the market. FOMO is alive and well in 2023. Yeah, it definitely is. And and definitely that fear of missing out is fueling the momentum. But I, I do want to add that w- what you're referring to perhaps is mainly from off-plan projects or projects that are being developed and launched by, you know, by developers. When it comes to the secondary market, uh, they, they are on the coattails of the off-plan market. However, here we have a little bit more sense and sensibility perhaps where characters come into play, where emotions come into play when you're dealing mainly with end users, and especially when the seller you know, is, is an actual person and not an entity, then things are slightly different. It's not quite as manic as, as off-plan, and, and the market is at a, a decent pace, but not as frenetic as off-plan. But for sure, both the secondary market and the off-plan market are, are still going great guns. So it's, it's all great. All right, well, we'll leave it there, Mario. I know that you've got an incredibly busy Thursday morning. I'll let you get on with it, and we'll catch up next week. Thank you very much, Craig. The skyline is constantly changing, growing, and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.